All right. Well, it is good to be here. We drove in this morning, and um, we, um, uh, I know that some of you, you know, were asking about Miss Joanne, and, and um, she really does exist, you know. I mean, she, you know, for those of you that have just missed her at times, and, and uh, she has uh, helped lead the San Angelo team. We had 12 from San Angelo that went uh, on the Global Ventures trip, uh, to uh, Brazil, and some are doing the combo trip. They some actually they went from Brazil directly into Peru, so it's a it's a double um, kind of extended missions. And uh, but this was their first time in Brazil, and they went up into a region and an area that really is has not been impacted like many of the other areas of Brazil. Many areas of Brazil. It's, it's phenomenal. You know, they just had a march for Jesus in Brazil, and over four million were in attendance participating in the March for Jesus. So, so there's good things happening in Brazil. And, uh, but, but they went into these areas, and, and, of course, they went into the schools. They went into uh, some of the marketplaces and doing a lot of, lot of drama. And, and, uh, but uh, then they would do, at the beginning of, of, of the week, they would do the uh, children's festivals. And then towards the end, they would do the adult uh, festivals, crusade. And um, anyway, they, they reported over 17,000 salvations. Amen? Amen? So that, come on, God is good. Come on. That, that's what this is about, folks. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, there, there's, uh, you know, people are going to heaven, right? And, and so that's, that's what, what uh, we're excited about in that. And uh, there was, there was a many, many hundreds of documented healings. And, and uh, so it's, it, that was a good thing. So they're, they're now in their in route coming home. And um, really proud. My, my youngest, uh, they, they gave her the big platform, the big stage to preach the gospel one night there. And so uh, Lindsay uh, is just growing, developing. And um, we've always known it. I mean, she's a natural and... and uh, but uh, in years past, she enjoyed being some of the other, you know, being the clown bubbles or some one of the other, you know, characters, Strawberry and, and uh, acting and doing other things, you know, as part of some of the presentation of the gospel and what they would do. But, but uh, she preached. And uh, so we're excited. I can't wait to hear their stories and, and uh, as they return and come back. And so, we'll, again, if any of you ever want to go on a mission trip, if you even hint, Miss Joanne will be all over you. You will be going. <laughs> She'll be dragging you there. But uh, so it's good. And, um, and again, you know, this is a very international church. It is great. I love the feel here. And uh, it's been, been uh, awesome catching up, you know, with, with Shavank and Narcisse and, and uh, with Paul and, and just the, the international feel and the flow and the, our relationships and the expanse of that, what all that takes in. It's incredible. I know that we've got, got a lot of people out, you know, Abraham Matthews, you know, with, with all that he's doing as well. And so, um, but as I was coming, you know, knowing that I would be arriving and coming into this season and, and uh, we're going to celebrate the fourth, you know, I, I uh, uh, so like I said, Wes is with me and he's my roadie. So we, we drove in this morning and, uh, on, on the trip and then, uh, we're going to hit a ranger game this afternoon before going back. 
And, uh, and I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, being the fourth weekend here, they'll probably have some fireworks and all the other stuff that comes with it. So, so it'll be, it'll be good. Uh, Lindsay, she even bought me, uh, some socks. So I, I, if you don't think I'm, I'm patriotic, you know, I mean, there's my, there's my socks. And, uh, so, uh, it, it's all good. Amen. But, um, I, um, I want us to, to look at a passage of scripture, uh, this morning and, um, you know, this, uh, this just gave me an, an opportunity to really speak to some things that I just feel like that, you know, is a lot in, in our kind of our core values and in, in who we are. And this is from, I want to talk to you about living free, about living free, because so many are bound. I just, I've, I've watched this and I, and I've just, it, it's, I, I believe that that's not the will of God. That's not the heart of God. And, um, so so let's look at this passage, John's Gospel, chapter 8. And Jesus, you know, Jesus, he, 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 uh, he didn't shy away from, I don't think he went out just looking necessarily to, to get in a, you know, a fight, you know, an argument. But he didn't shy away from it. And, and he was willing to confront. And, um, and I think that he confronted ideologies, whether, whether it was, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, with the religious crowd because we see that. But, but the, the reality is, if you look at as he's ministering, whether it was the, 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 the lame man, you know, by the pool or whether it was, you know, diff- different ones, um, he, he challenged their, their, their beliefs. He challenged where sometimes that they had, they had concreted their life into this place and felt like that that's all that life offered them. And yet, God wanted to give them so much more. God wanted to bring them into a place beyond where they were at. And, and so, so that's, that's, I think, the heart of Jesus. You know, sometimes we look at the rich young ruler and we, we think about that, even that confrontation with that individual and, and uh, how he spoke to him. Some pretty harsh things, you know, when you think about, you know, go and sell what you have. And give to the poor. And I've touched on some of that. Not necessarily liquidate, but to use the resources, his talents, his gifts, to be able to turn that, to be able to care for people. And, uh, and, and it said he walked away sad. But before that, it says when Jesus looked upon him to give him that, it says he looked upon him and with, with eyes of love. So you have to always consider that and realize that, that, that even when he's, sometimes challenging us in our ideologies, in our, in our, in our behavior, in our, in our sin. He's, he's challenged because of his love that he has for us. It's not because he's trying to load religion upon us or put a heavy burden upon us. No, he's wanting to bring us out of that place because he knows that, that the bondages of sin, a lifestyle of sin, the, 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 the strategies of the enemy is to hold us in bondage to things that harm us, that harm others around us. So he's wanting to lift us above all that and out of those things. And when we can picture that, we'll, all of a sudden we start seeing things differently. John's Gospel, chapter 8, starting in verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, look at this, that believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then he answered him, they answered him, 
We are Abraham's descendants. It's like they, immediately they got offended over this. We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever. But a son, a child of God, abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Come on, if Jesus sets you free, come on, that's real freedom. Grab this water. If Jesus comes, he, sees, he sets you free. There's a power in that. So I want to give us just for the, for the time that we have, and I've got to really, really kind of get into this and can't, can't spend, I did enough intro in this. Um, I want to look at just some principles that I think can help us live free. Number one, first and foremost, is to walk in the spirit, that we have to learn to live out of this out of this life in the spirit, a spiritual life. There's a maturity that happens to where, because even though you get born again, your spirit comes alive unto God, you can be born again. But, but now, translated from darkness to light, there's, there's things that happen. But as we, as we come over, there's still a renewing of our minds. There's still soulish things that are, that are there that God is having to bring us through a process. And there is a maturing and, and you can be a, what, what the Bible refers to, Corinthians goes into this, where you, you can be a natural person without God, and, and, and then all of a sudden you're born again, but now you're a carnal person because you're living out of your soul. Your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own opinions. Come on, somebody said opinions, you know, they're like noses. Everybody has one. <laughs> And some stink. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and so in that, you, you wanna, you wanna, we want to understand that, that that place is to mature is to live a spiritual life. And to begin to learn how to walk in the spirit. Well, and for that to happen, you have to be connected to the source. You can't do that on your own. Religion won't do that. You, you, can't, you can't muster that up in and of yourself. That, there is something that, is, that is, the, the truth of this is, is that, because, and I love the Greek in that, the word pneuma, or to be spiritual, pneumaticos, to, you know, Paul exhorted us not to be ignorant of spiritual things, not to be ignorant of pneumaticos, of the spiritual life. And yet, so many times, that's why I think Paul addressed it in that way, that he's admonishing the, the church at Corinth not to be ignorant of these spiritual gifts, of spiritual things, of the spiritual life. So, because, again, that's, that, and, there should, and it's a process of maturing in that. We don't just arrive at that. So we have to embrace and realize that, that there is, there's phases of that. There's phases of maturing as a, as a Christ follower. It's not like you just got it all. Now, our spirit man may have, and did, I believe, but the rest of us, it's a work in progress. Come on, how many realize you're a work in progress? Come on, some of you need to lighten up and realize that person next to you is a work in progress. 
Give them a little space, right? Come on, smile at me, you husbands and wives. And yeah, yeah, they, sometimes it needs to be some mercy and grace there, right? <laughs> You're not the potter. He's the potter. <laughs> We're all this clay. Come on, he's at work. And so in that process, there, come on, we're a work in progress here. As long as there's progress. Yeah, all the wives should say amen to that. As long as there's progress. Okay. But, but so, so with this, Galatians 5, verse 16. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. So when you're connected to the right source and you have the right thought process, the right focus, that, that's really where it's at. Because there, there's, just, there's just things that, that happen when you're walking in the Spirit that because I, 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 uh, I, I found this to be true for me. You know, whenever I first got saved, it, it, was, it was, you know, a powerful truth and a reality. And, but I believe it's still truth all the way through. Is that, that when, when you're walking in the Spirit and when you're connected in this kind of way, that there are things that, that will grow in that atmosphere that overtake other things that will die by neglect. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to, somebody said one time, well, if you're, if you're busy doing the do's, you don't have time for the don'ts. Come on. That's some preaching there. <laughs> you got to be busy doing some do's, right? Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Number two, embrace truth. Look at this. John 8, 32, we read it. It said, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Truth empowers you. It, and, and, and it's not truth just from a mental ascent, but the word know there is to have this intimate embrace of truth to where you, you just, you are solid. You, are, you know that it's true. The devil can't talk you out of it when you really get this, when you know this, when you know that you know this. I, you know, we, I was a little frustrated. I had, um, this Thursday, we, we, you know, we're, we're launching a new campus in Abilene. And so, you know, the first, first night that we were there doing it, we've been doing some interest meetings and it's just, it, and it was just kind of that, there was about three outsiders there the first night. And then there was like six, the, the second Thursday. And then it went to like 15 or 16 the, the next Thursday. And then, um, we, we did a, a, uh, just uh, an evening that was just a fun family outreach. We put some bounce houses out in the parking lot, fired up the grill, started cooking some hamburgers. We had over 200. <laughs> 200 that showed up. Come on, a little food and a little fun. Man, they were there. And, and so, you know, Brandon uh, and Camacho, they, they're, they're over there, and, and Simon, they're, they're over there flipping burgers, and, 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 and I'm, I'm there and working on the buns and, and, and uh, slapping, slapping uh, meat patties in there, and, and we got this line going and, and talking to people and all this, all this just, just again, no, we didn't, listen, 
People don't want to be hit on. We're loving on them. And there was some real needy people show up. Believe me. I mean, it was obvious. And, and yet, in that, in that atmosphere, I had this guy come up behind me. And he was like, so, I hear you're the big boss. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I said, I think he's the big boss, but, you know. <laughs> and he, immediately, he, he wants to start arguing because we believe in the Spirit-filled life. We believe in the gifts of the Spirit. And he wants to start arguing doctrine over that. And, and so I'm sparring with him a little. I ain't going to shy away, you know. And so I'm poking at the guy, you know. Well, come on, give me real scripture. And then he'll try to quote something. And I'm like, yeah, but did you miss this? Did you miss that? What, what is it? In context. Do you, and I'm just, and it's like you're missing the real moment here. And, I, and finally, I, I just looked at him and I said, I said, here's the reality. I said, I've embraced truth. I was, I've been preparing for this. This thing's real to me. I am a miracle. When Jesus saved me, he saved me from the guttermost. And has translated me into this amazing life. And I've already seen way too many miracles, experienced way too much of his goodness in the spirit-filled life to not believe in it. I know truth. Now, he's got man's doctrine. He's been programmed. And what's he arguing over? What's he, what's he gaining by that? To try to discount that somehow all these things passed away. Like God can't show up and do something. I don't know about you, but I want a God that's involved in my life and that still is at work and, and, and that I can trust and that I can believe that he is. That he is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever the same. I embrace truth. You got to embrace truth. You got to know truth. Truth brings freedom. Jesus said, if you abide in my word, there's truth in that. Come on, the will of God begins where it's known. And you know it. From the word. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Which brings me really to my third point here. Is live by faith. Live by faith. So we're going to walk in the spirit. We're going to embrace truth. We're going to, we're going to walk by faith. Look at Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. Notice. At, you know, and, and, and again... I got crosses around on my desk or on my credenza. I got them on my wall. I, not not anti-cross. Don't, don't miss, don't hear me wrong. But if this thing stopped at just crucifixion, if it was just forgiveness, I thank God for that. But he didn't stop there. It wasn't enough. And I think it's not enough for us to just have our little, little crosses. <laughs> I think we ought to need, need to have, have some more open tombs. <laughs> there was some 
there was some power released in this from resurrection. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I, no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. It's not enough to just see yourself dead to Christ, dead on the cross. Again, that's, okay. that's one part. That's one side of the coin. But there's another side on this. But it's about living now. Living free. Living free. Said, in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Something powerful happens when you really truly understand this because it's about this love that he has. See, it's, it's not just faith in our faith. There, there's been all kinds of that, you know, kind of message that, that I, I, I just don't think is, is done a, a lot of help. It's not about faith in your faith. It's about faith toward God. It's about faith in his love. Something happens. One, one thing that, I, that I, I, I recognized with some of the different ones that were coming up there in, in, uh, in Abilene, and they're brand new. They don't, they don't know us. And so you could tell, some of them are a little bit, like, religious shy. <laughs> it's like, okay, what are they going to make me do? <laughs> what, and you know, if I'm going to take this burger, what is it really going to cost me? <laughs> Nothing's free. Right? Come on, have me know. And, and yet... It's about relationship. It's about connecting. It's about building trust so that they're able to have the ability to where there's some faith. Even in the life church, being there as a new church in that community, that, that it's, it's not about what we can get from them. It's about us being there to serve, to give, to live by faith. And in living by faith, you have to connect your faith. Faith, faith works from a place of, of hope. So if, if you do a deep dive in this, it's connected to this, this hope, this, this promise of God and his word and what he, the promises of his word and the things that he said for, about us and for us. It's connecting to that. It's about the love that he offers. You, you, and if you, ha if you have a bad image of who God is, if you don't see him as the God of love and a God that is for you, not against you, you might attempt to serve him, but you'll do it from a, a place as a servant, a place as a victim, a place as of of the wrong kind of fear. And typically it doesn't last. You've got, to, you've got to embrace this love that he offers, that he has. And, and out of that, I think faith is a natural response to that. And that you'll live for him. 
out of this place of knowing and understanding this love that he has. And the last one is fight to stay free. Fight to stay free. I know what it is that when, when, because, you know, and again, it's all relative. I, I, I uh, now again, I, I believe in the sinner's prayer in, in the sense of, of people coming into a place and praying and committing their life to Christ. And, and, but my experience and where God met me was maybe different than typical. I was in my bedroom, strung out, messed up in a life of sin and crying out to God. When he came on the scene, it was power. And there was such transformation. <laughs> it, it was a little scary for some of those that were around me. And, of course, they didn't know how to explain it. They are like, ooh, Walt got religion. No, I got a relationship with Jesus. It wasn't religion. But the, that, that power, and there, there was freedom that took place in my life in that moment. There was all kinds of, of habits and struggles and addictions that was just broken off in that moment. He met me where I was. But I can tell you this. Don't think that somehow the temptations, the struggles, the, the challenges weren't there following. Look at what he says here. Galatians 5.1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty, the freedom, wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Don't be entangled again. Don't be enslaved again. Don't, don't allow this thing to come back. you got to fight to stay free. As God brings freedom in your life, man, one of the things that, that I've just had over and over again, and even, even at Abilene, you know, visiting, because, I mean, man, it's like pastor's heaven. You gather 200 people that I don't know. I'm like, Yes. I mean, I'm just there ministering and, and uh, the team. I mean, it was wonderful. But it, it, it breaks my heart to hear this, and I've heard this so many years in, in pastoring and ministering, is to hear people say, man, used to when I had a strong walk with God, used to when I was going to church regular, used to when I read my Bible regular, used to life was so much better used to and it's like they're off course now but they know they know that it was because they gave this up they didn't fight to keep what God had given them they didn't fight to stay in the fight they didn't fight to, to keep pressing on they didn't fight to live as God would have them live. And Paul admonishes us, take a stand. Take a stand. I believe in the positional place of righteousness and right standing with God. I, I understand that, but it's, it's so much more than that. And at least for me, I see it as Paul talked about in Romans that it's from this place of now righteousness by the blood of Jesus unto holiness, which is a 
it, it's a, I believe it's a lifetime process. To be holy as he is holy, I don't think it's ever completed until we stand before him in eternity in his presence. But that is the work that needs to happen. Because if the world looks at the church and looks at our lives and we're no different, wow. That's the disconnect. And I run into that. Where people, they want to say, well, what about this preacher, you know, and he was doing this and he failed and this. And... Listen, they're human. You can't, you can't correlate that and connect that to our Heavenly Father who is perfect in all his ways. But the responsibility for us as Christians is to do our best to, to, to live for God, to, to be in this place, to live as free, as truly free people and to make sure that, that we are being able to shine his light and to be able to see him move through us to touch others around us because there is something different. And if we're struggling, if you're here today and you're struggling, and I'm telling you, there's no condemnation in that. But it is a, a place for you and an opportunity to be able to say, God, I want to experience you in a greater fullness so that I can represent you in a greater way. Could we stand to our feet? And just we're gonna we're gonna take this this moment here at the end of the service. We're going to enter back in and we're going to sing a worship song and, and, uh, and then Pastor Lane will come and, and uh, give us some final instruction. I think there will be some prayer team here. But, but I want us to, to maybe, if you're here today, to offer yourself to Him. You know, the Bible says that we should offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. As a living sacrifice. Paul says in that place that that it's actually the most, it says, which is our reasonable service. But it, if you look at the, the Greek in that, it's, it, it's, it basically means it's the most sane thing that we could ever do. Think about that. It's the most sane thing that we could ever do to offer ourselves to him as a living sacrifice. And if you're here, I, man, my prayer is if you're bound by something, there's freedom for you. If you're struggling with something, I'm telling you, these truths, if you got to go back, listen to it. Listen to it. Get those scriptures. Do a deeper dive into that and, and experience the freedom that God has for you. Let's worship and then just offer yourself. And if you've not made Jesus the Lord of your life, why not right there where you're at just say, Jesus, I give you my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Do that in a personal way and watch what God will do for you. Amen. Let's worship.